Roger, roger. Roger, roger. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Roger Roger. As always, I'm Derek. And this is Charles here, guys. Super excited to get into this really exciting episode of the Roger Roger podcast. We're here. I can't wait to talk about this movie. <laughs> Derek, tell everyone what we're doing today. I'm so pumped. So we are going through the prequels on Roger Roger slowly, as you've seen. <laughs> Today, we were going to do a general discussion on episode three, Revenge of the Sith. But instead, we switched it up. We're doing a whole episode on the opening. And yes. we came up with this idea, and we've kind of got more and more pumped about it. And then just watching it, I kind of hyped us up even more. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically just from... Title crawl, you know, where the fun begins to no, another happy landing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that part of the movie yep. where it flashes Star Wars to, as Dirk mentioned, another happy landing, for, uh, which is, you know, when the when the uh, giant ship just crash lands uh, in front of the Republic. So, yeah, I am super excited to get into this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. This sequence, I Rewatching the movie, I was just kind of blown away by how ambitious this opening sequence was. Yeah. And I mean, Star Wars was always ambitious when it came to the movie going experience, and they did not hold anything back on this one. So I think we just have to take an episode to appreciate everything that went into this hard hitting 30 minutes of, of like nonstop action and jokes and lightsaber fights and deaths yeah. and like wow all kinds of stuff so and so many amazing memes that we enjoy today as well come from these first 30 minutes so i mean that it's, it's an exciting day you know yeah no this i've said before that i think this oh sorry guys i had a notification um this is my personal it's not my favorite scene of the prequels there are better scenes this is my favorite, I'm going to call it a moment, because it's about mm. 20, moment in time. It's like 23 minutes, something like that. And it's, and personally, literally the best stretch of the prequels, the whole thing. It's the best watching experience. There is nothing dumb. The, all the effects are great. There, <laughs> nothing annoys you. It, it, everything, the jokes are on point. The banter is perfect. The action is great. You get a lightsaber duel to end it off. You get the emperor starting to emperor it up. Uh, it's 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 fantastic. It's it's in the prequel frame. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it's great. For me, it's a toss up between this and yeah, the Obi Anakin duel. But this is a more like I could understand that. But this yeah. is a more embellished sequence. Like the Anakin Obi Wan duel is exclusively a duel, and it's right. a fantastic one. But this has so it's many an experience. Yeah, this is a whole thing. This could be like a whole movie on its own, yeah, basically. It basically is. They have yeah. other R two D two has an arc. Yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah. this you know what also that I you know, people don't mention this enough that this little bit, this twenty minutes basically set up Anakin and Obi Wan's inter interactions throughout the entire Clone Wars series. Oh, for sure. This I mean, this is it. like the high that the Clone Wars has been cha was chasing. Yeah. And it did a great job. It did for certain. Mm -hmm. But this is like the look, the dynamic, 
that it's perfect. fuels everything. In the frame. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, we get introduced to Obi-Wan and Anakin right away. Anakin's looking great. This is his mm-hmm. the best version of himself, I think, is with the long hair. I, I think it's a great look. We, we lost the ponytail situation. It's gone. The Padawan training thing is gone. We just get the full-grown hair. He looks great. And we're getting the fun back and forth. And, Derek, I'm going to say it. This is where the fun begins. <laughs> this you is know, where yeah. the fun begins. Right On here. multiple levels, too. Because <laughs> after... Uh, some people were not very happy with Attack of the Clones. Especially this, back in the day. Yeah. And this movie was fun. This was a fun movie. Yeah. We talked and about it in this. our... Right. We talked about it in our Clone Wars uh, episode discussion. But it was the first movie to really start showing the crack it wasn't like just a box office behemoth that every other movie before it was it was the first star wars movie to not be the highest grossing movie of the year or at release you know Um, harry Harry potter was eating its lunch lord of the rings was eating its lunch so it, it had tough competition so it was the first time that it started to falter critics were already kind of like People Especially didn't love that. Phantom Menace, and people were now getting even further away with Clone Attack of the Clones. So they had some catching up to do, and I think this scene like really impressed people back in the day. And rewatching it now, all these years later, this came out in two thousand five. So we're watching this sixteen years later. <laughs> I don't even I can't even wrap my head around the fact that it's been 16 years, but it is great. And my goodness, how far technology changed from when Phantom Menace came out in 1999 to 2005. I mean, go back to the Gungan war where they're just in like the sky <laughs> is just like one the, color um, blue the grass the is one color yeah, green the <laughs> microsoft hills background yeah the xp background XP, or whatever yeah. What yeah or the yeah, yeah and i think it was xp something like that and then to now where they just show like a solid 30 seconds of all these different explosions and ships flying yeah. around and and things going on before there's even, even any dialogue two Oh, you know, yeah. It's, it, it's nuts. It really Episode is. two had really good like characters. Like Yoda was looking good. Dex was looking good. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the the Django uh, Obi-Wan space chase looked very good. There was so, The Geonosis at the end looked very good. But overall, it didn't have the production quality that this opening yeah, did. It's... And that's not to the detriment of episode two. It's just the technology. George Lucas and all of them, the um, you know, lights and magic, uh, they really invented more even more stuff to further movie making it's crazy yeah these movies have always innovated as they've gone and it's just a testament to how hard they work to make you know it could have been so easy that they made two movies they were getting kind of panned critically it you could see them almost want to pull back but they're like no this is the movie anakin becomes darth vader we need to go even further further in and i like to think of it as they embrace the cheese and by embracing the cheese they created some some movie magic and some of the best yeah, scenes best lines, in the prequel scenes, yeah oh for sure and, but, but i think that's a great point because mm-hmm. embracing the cheese is basically what i mean r- unless you're really really hardcore delusional <laughs> <laughs> you like the prequels because of the cheese there's some really nice character moments there's some cheesy stuff that you love and they were like 
we somehow somebody figured out what people like and they hit it and it's excellent it's beautiful and this is i mean not just cheesy it's also just fun it's great and it's 16 years later it's hit like a golden age people like rediscovering yeah. all of this cheese now that memedom is is yep. so schlock. widely available yeah and it's it's great and i don't i don't even know if you can call it schlock because it's so well produced and and so well meaning. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you this know what? This movie if it, really delivers. Yeah, if it was, it's like schlock esque, but <laughs> done well. It's all That's the, the magic of a good like B movie or something right. like that, but actually put in this huge box office, hundred plus million dollar budget, and where they didn't blow it. You know, sometimes you end up with that situation, and then it just doesn't. It comes off flat or not. Something's weird about it. This is not they. It, it done. It was literally done perfectly in the right. frame of the prequels, for sure. Yeah, and you know what? It was interesting to read in the opening crawl of this movie. There's a line that says, uh, uh, "There are heroes on both sides," which yeah. I was so shocked by. I was like, "Oh my gosh did did former President Trump like take lines from <laughs> from Star Wars <laughs> Episode Three? Because he said there's heroes on both sides and got a lot of slack for it. His context was way different than yeah. than this. But even still, like, what did they mean by there's heroes on both sides? Both sides of what? The both. Sith versus the Republic? The Galactic or, Civil... Uh, the, the Separatists Clone and the Republic? Yeah. Clone Wars? There's he- What heroes were on the Separatist well, side? Well, I mean, you got to go a little deeper into lore. You know, there are some... Dooku? No, I, I think... I'm trying to think of an example of the movie, but I don't really have one. What? But if you go into the Clone Wars show, there are genuine people and genuine planets that are not Sith-related. They're like, we don't want to be with the Republic. We're actually just trying to leave. You know, right. there, I can I can see how, especially that arc with like Ahsoka, where they go to uh, the planet they... Oh, yeah, and they Bad revisited it in to. the Bad Batch, yeah. yeah. Um, I know what you're I talking f- about. I forgot the name. It's like Bracca, is that the planet? No, no that was the Bracca. that Bracca's was the, the ship the, ship graveyard. Yeah, the the shipyard. Oh yeah. Um, but I do remember what you're talking about. I can yeah, Google and, it right, while you and check that, out. So but so some senators there were well spoken, they weren't evil, they said, Hey, we don't like the Republic, we just want to leave. Can't you let us leave? And they had to fight for that. So some planets really saw what they were doing as the right thing and there could be heroes on both sides it just wasn't really conveyed in the movie yes. or at least the openings which you know what the discussion <laughs> is about but I, this title crawl was also I think significantly shorter than most of them it was short and sweet and got right into I mean into they the had action. a lot to get to yeah that they were yeah. very excited to to do and yeah. I appreciate I mean the title crawls can always get a little like weird and wild, especially can, yeah, in the prequels. Like them, they though. say all kinds of things. We're like, what? The devilish, uh, devilish Count Dooku and the sinister. Oh, the op. It might be the other way. And the sinister, uh, Grievous. Right, and they call you know they mention Dooku as being like the Sith Lord mastermind, which is super interesting as well. Yeah, they didn't give away the, the plot yet. Yeah. I think everybody knew. Oh, everybody knew. It was like assumed, basically, that that was what was happening. So still, it was interesting. And, I, you know, every time I've watched these over and over again, there's just something magical about the intro to every Star Wars movie. Like the John Williams score, the like logo mm-hmm. design, the color contrast, like everything is it, it, it's one of the most iconic cinematic experiences 
ever hard stop in yeah. in popular movies. It's the, in yeah. blockbuster movies. There's just nothing quite like it. Like James Bond stuff kind of comes to mind in terms of icon level, but Star Wars just has this magic to it, and I love it, man, every time. Yeah, it's really, not just in popular culture, but I think it's one of the best openings in all the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, well said indeed. But I'm just referring to the magic of seeing the Star Wars logo. No, I know what you mean. The, I meant yeah. <laughs> and then usually it usually has like a um a pan and then a ship yeah. coming over like the beginning of oh, a new yeah. this one starts And they do that fast. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it's just magical. And then to then go from the title crawl to a, like a solid like minute of insane graphics of like different things flying in the background there's like a thousand things getting shot across the screen in all different directions just the scope of it was so much fun anakin drops that this is where the fun begins yeah line. it was really throwing you in hey this is what the clone was you know this is a clone war this yeah. is what's happening this is the battle but they're also and like you don't see that enjoy this that like Grab your popcorn, folks. We're about to have some fun. You know, it's yeah, like this, this is... was obviously like a you know a, a fun scene. It's like oh, we get to see Anakin, Obi Wan. They're palling around. They're did we see around. this on your birthday? Maybe. I mean, I, I saw like this on a lot of people's birthdays when it came out. I saw this in theaters multiple, multiple times. I remember. I, I kind of feel like you had a birthday though for uh, for this movie. It's likely. I like to go yeah. to the movies for my birthday back in the day. But I remember going to other people's birthdays to see this movie and things like that. So, it yeah, it was a it was a popular like birthday experience. Oh, and it was in theaters for like such a ridiculously long time too. Oh, for <laughs> sure. I mean, that just it just never left the whole year. Yeah. Let's see, two thousand and five. Geesh, I was fourteen. So yeah, pretty cool stuff, man. Um, and yeah, so that's all happening. And so one of the interesting things is like this side plot where there's clone trooper guys being like, we're right behind you. We're going to help you out. Yeah. And Red leader. Yeah. Anakin wants to go save them. And Obi-Wan's like, to say, yes. no, they're doing their right. job. We can do ours. It's yeah. like Anakin. This is a theme throughout the opening sequence of Anakin mm-hmm. wanting to save people and everyone telling him no. Very confusing well, signal. Yeah. Not just um, the opening or this movie. It also goes back into... Um, episode two and a little in episode one mm-hmm. this is where especially in wartime i, I know another occurrence of specifically with obi-wan is when padme falls out of the right that's ship. what i was thinking of right and he's like i have to go save her and he's like no you're a soldier she'll be fine she she'll do what <laughs> she does you have to do this and it just shows Anakin is incredibly emotional and he sometimes, and I don't know what the right thing to do. Like, do you save the guy and jeopardize saving the chancellor? Right. I don't know. I mean, it's and a really hard like decision. The You think of Jedi's being heroes that will save everybody. You think of like, oh, no man left behind. You think, you know, all these things, but the Jedi aren't exactly like that. It's some of the no, stuff like that kind of went over my head as a kid. I was like, didn't even think about the fact yeah. that like Anakin wanted to see, like Obi Wan is straight up telling him, "No, let them die. We can't afford to risk the mission." You know, right. so, which so and that's like a real life war thing. Now mm-hmm. Anakin obviously has an issue with that, and that I think that's made worse throughout the movies for him. Yeah, I mean it's the whole movie is he doesn't want. Pe- 
Padme to, to die. die. He doesn't, yeah. So he doesn't want anybody to die. But and not to knock Obi-Wan. There are also times in the Clone Wars TV show where they do not leave anybody behind. You know, So yeah. if, they, if they can and it won't jeopardize the mission, they will go to the ends of the earth to save people. But if there is a prime directive they have to achieve... Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's war. This is what you do. And that yeah. is, that's a very philosophical argument. Is that right? Is that wrong? And uh, Obi-Wan is very clear cut when he's, right. the mission comes first, you know? Right. And with the case with Padme, they were like, we can stop this war before it starts if we mm-hmm. can only get to Dooku, you know? Right. So it's like, that was pretty high stakes. And this is high stakes as well. They're trying to rescue right. the Chancellor, guys. And with, but with Padme too, he even said, what would Padme do? She would be mad at you if you went to go save her. So right. with the you know thinking of what would the chancellor say you know mm-hmm. to just save one clone yeah sometimes you want to save that one clone but <laughs> but then Anakin ends up saving Obi Wan's butt and even later yeah. in this movie Yoda's like oh you can't like anybody because that will oh, lead to yeah. all kinds of horrible right. things you're like well, this is horrible <laughs> advice <Yeah. laughs> this is horrible advice that Yoda's giving poor yeah. Anakin right check now. out the uh, the are the Jedi the evil one episode it was like our second episode <laughs> yeah but like later stuff. in this movie I was kind of like shocked oh, i bad. didn't remember yeah, i was like wow yoda's giving really bad advice in this movie so yep. but and it, i want to oh sorry go for it go for it oh i want to point out obi-wan is not hypocritical here when his ship is down not down but it's about to go down he says forget me go finish the mission yes so he's not you know he's not just saying clones are like droids you know, yeah, they're... obi-wan's a stand-up guy you know mm-hmm. we like obi-wan so. misguided sometimes but He's uh, he, been indoctrinated he's into the Jedi Order, and yeah. he's loyal to that. But he's a, and that just makes him even more of a good guy. You know, he's he's a yeah, loyal Obi-Wan's dude. A good guy. Yeah, so we love. And Obi-Wan. like you get quintessential Anakin and Obi Wan starting right off the bat. It hits hard with them messing around in the plane, uh, the starfighters, mm-hmm. and it's it's just great. It's fantastic. Right. So in doing their job, they you know the troopers are out of there immediately they're dodging missiles there's vulture mm-hmm. droids there's buzz droids, the droids. r.i.p to r4 Obi- obi-wan's astromech droid <laughs> he just was brutally deheaded by a buzz droid yeah. obi-wan even was a little sad about it it's like r4 oh. <laughs> i mean he doesn't re- he's like flying's for droids you know he's, yeah. he's not nothing too a fan fancy of all this nothing too fancy r4 yeah, exactly. You know, and maybe he should have been a little fancier. He might still be around today, but it is what it is. Anakin is able to first. He tries shooting Obi Wan's ship, which is kind of fun, and then he scrapes right, he it off the Bruzzroids. Yeah. yeah, he blows off one of the wings. Like I said, engines. this is it's is like right out of an episode of the Clone Wars. He ends right. up doing something he thinks is clever. And it obviously goes wrong. <laughs> then he finds yeah. a way to fix it. But his strategy is yeah. usually pretty reckless and relies yeah. on his like intuition skills. Yeah, yeah and his intuition and his skills. Mm-hmm. And that's I when Obi Wan was end, like, yeah. "Oh, quit trying all these dangerous, highly skilled required maneuvers. Just yeah. leave me." And he goes, "I'm not leaving without you, Master." Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like he's yeah. There, there, there's a bro relationship here that i really oh, yeah, like absolutely yeah he listened to him about the clones because he's still his master he values his opinion but when it comes to hey am i gonna leave you no i will totally disobey orders and <laughs> right. i will save you and he did it again even to the chancellor we'll get to that later but we'll get we're getting there but this is the beginning of that theme first it was the clone troopers then it was obi-wan 
Uh, mm-hmm. Then it's going to be Obi Wan again. <laughs> so <it's> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan's not looking too hot. In this. Right. He's very shaken. Obi Wan takes a lot of L's in this yeah. one, and, and it's the flying. Even at like the flying. end of Episode Two, he took an L. So it's like okay, yeah. but that was mostly Anakin's fault for charging in against. Oh, it's Dooku, completely but. Anakin's fault, and I have something to say about that too. But again, later. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're yeah. you know. Although R4 didn't make it, we have R2. And he's no normal astromech. Pour one out for R4 for our fallen astromech droids out there. (laughs) Mm. And then we have R2 squaring off with the buzz droid. And that's the funny, that's what to me makes a good action sequence. You have like the combination of these larger, wide scale, like thousands of ships shooting at each other. And then you have this really small one-on-one battle, and it's as small as yeah R2, between two non-speaking yeah, droids, and R two versus a buzz droid, and it's like aim for the eye. <laughs> yeah, and something I have aim to say for about the center of the eye. <laughs> yeah, the <center laughs> which eye, I yeah. mean, yeah, it's like Obi Wan was kind of or, or Anakin was kind of sounding like uh, you know Legend of Zelda comrade. It's like oh. Boss battle hit the ascent, hit that big right. glowing orb that will right. do it. So yeah, but um, I think this is an example. This opening R 2s basically used uh, for comedic effect throughout yeah. the whole thing because not only there's some good action with R two, he does a lot of really cool things, but it's all come. It's all in the lens of uh, com- comedy because it's R two D two and he's taking down a bunch of like super battle droids he's not he's doing all this crazy stuff so it's all funny but it's cool as well and this is how star wars it took them a little too long to figure out how to do comedy to comedy relief in a really gratifying way like it's true there are other prequel things with uh comedic effect that are not only horrible not only fall flat but are horrible but you also have to look at like look you have an iconic character like r2 right but he's an astromech in empire he was like having a tug of war match with yoda how is he fighting all of these crazy droids in in this movie you retconned a little bit but this is coming back to embracing the cheese like think about an episode one where they did not embrace the cheese at all and you have him with like six other like astromech droids trying to repair the ship and he's the one that survives and that was really good thank you r2d2 and it's like (laughs) it's like no that's kind of silly it's like but when you have it it was like aim for the ir2 and he's in like this dramatic combat move and it's funny it's like okay yeah you're not like r2 has to do something fun but it it's gonna look ridiculous no matter what he does because right. he's not supposed to do anything except make beeping noises. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like roll if we're it. gonna make him do stuff like fight people, then it's gotta be over the top. It's gotta silly, you gotta fun, embrace crazy. the cheese yeah. because when you take it too seriously, and it's like I will give you a reward, random droid who is just doing right. what I told it to. Oh, what's your name? R two. It's like okay that. Yeah. That's okay. We've come a long way since then. I have now to, it's like, I want to talk eye, about that scene yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, before she gives him, like, the Chewie didn't even get a medal, but R2 does. <laughs> but um, the, the scene where they're actually out doing astromechy things, I thought was really cool. Because you get to see, oh, here's a team of astromech droids doing what they do. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Once you cut to inside, then I completely agree. They take it too seriously <laughs> and it's silly and dumb. So yeah, I, I just mean, want to separate horrible. Se- I'm just comparing I want to separate the two those two things because it's interesting. I'm just talking about look how far we've come 
Yeah. From 1999 to 2005, not that long. And you've had three movies in that a, in six years. You know, it's fast moving. It's a and, thought pl- process change, basically. Right. And they're seeing it completely differently. Yeah. They've totally changed the like the the tone and theme of mm-hmm. these movies from episode one to episode three. And I think it's all for the better. It feels like oh, yeah. Star Wars is in its prime with these characters in this tone. And that's to me like, you know, I wasn't sure which movie I liked more in the prequels when we first had the discussion before we started rewatching the movies. But now it's like, guys, this movie, ha- I mean, like, yeah. come on, this movie is like in its in its prime, you know, it. Mm-hmm. you could tell that these actors are just finally having fun and they understand where yeah. they are and what's going on. And This one is really, out of all of them, the only one that's an actually good movie. <laughs> without, of the prequels? Yeah, without liking it for the memes and the fun <laughs> and, oh, wow, look at that. You know, watching it for other reasons. If you sit down to watch a movie for being a movie, this is a real movie. The other two are almost... Two two was pretty good too. One was like, "What is uh, happening?" But um, maybe I mean three is three is definitely like yeah. as far as like you know looking outside of Star Wars and judging it as a movie. I am a That's fan. What of, I, mean, I am yeah. a fan of of three. I'd have to say, uh, and just to see even like how we treat R two and Obi Wan and Anakin and the action, right. this comes such a long way, and that brings so much of it to life. You know, but just, thinking about you got me on another tangent mm-hmm. with that scene with Padme in Episode One. She gives R two a medal or whatever it is, and it implies that some people, she, most people don't think about droids as people; they're expendable robots, and that is a circumstance that you seldom see in Star Wars, where they're not. Yeah, know? I don't think and, that was Padme though. That was the Queen. Oh, f- whatever, <laughs> fake, fake Padme. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and you're probably right. And in fact, you are right. But yes. Um, but that's, I, I've mentioned this before. That's a theme I really, really like. And I've, we, I, in one of our pitching uh, episodes where we pitched TV shows and stuff, um, one of mine was, oh, maybe I didn't bring it up. Maybe it was my alternate Ooh, one. Yeah. Cause the only two yeah. you've brought up that I've yeah. heard aren't. So I have somewhere, like I have, I have a whole plot of, um, th- this is a theme of droids being sentient. Are they, are they not? And developing that is one of the themes in Star Wars that nobody ever touches on, but I really like it. And I actually have a pitch for a show of one of those. I, I have to Ooh. find it because it was, it was for my first episode, the first episode we did on that. But this is, again, we're tangenting. So back, <laughs> back, back into the opening. <laughs> um, yeah. So buzz droids. R2, comedic effect, killing it. Killing it, absolutely killing it. Yeah. And, and yeah. Anakin blows open the um, what the shield blows open the uh, shield generators so they can get in. And he's even snarky there <laughs> with Obi-Wan. He's like, um, what are we going to do about the shields? Oh, sorry, Master, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah, it's just so much fun. And, and you can tell... Uh, Obi-Wan's kind of like the nervous parent. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, in this whole out thing. It's such a great dynamic. I have a that, bad feeling about this. That, when they're flying through the. Yeah, the when their doors. skills are more. That, that's another thing to the relationship dynamic now, where they're kind of more equals, and Obi-Wan's more like the nervous parent. And mm-hmm. there's this bigger level of understanding. It's just. 
these characters just come into their own with this kind Absolutely, of dynamic yeah. and it, it's so apparent right off the bat with these yeah. with these opening scenes here just by them sitting in a cockpit talking to each other and that speaks to uh Ian McGregor and Hayden Christensen's acting in these moments that they're able to communicate that kind of charm and charisma just from and they basically hold cockpit. the first 20 minutes of the movie just them oh. with their dialogue. Oh, they they carry the whole movie, honestly. Well, they, not just that, but I meant specifically but, oh, the, yeah. the they, opening. They are, yeah, they do they carry the whole movie. exclusively are featured in... I mean, mm-hmm. R2 makes some appearances and all Palpatine that. Palpatine a little bit, but... I mean, it's all in the context of Obi-Wan and Anakin. And it's never boring. It's Never. It, yeah. I would love to see more of these two. I mean, that's basically what Clone Wars is. It's like just more of these two getting (laughs) into shenanigans. And you mentioned that the original cut of this was four hours. And the original opening. Yeah. Right. And the original opening sequence was an hour. I would 100% watch an hour of this easily. I might like it more than the whole movie. Oh, yeah. I would love to watch an hour-long thing of this as well. And I even yeah. read... You know, I was just perusing the IMDb facts before coming on here. And they were mentioning like the number of visual effect shots in the movie. It was like over 2,000, which was more than episodes 1 and 2 combined, yeah. uh, which is crazy to think. And to give you some perspective a new hope had like 300 action shots so to go from 300 to 2000 is absolutely insane and it certainly feels like this movie has a bazillion things going on they must have had like servers rendering this action sequence of a thousand things shooting each other for like a year (laughs) before they could see anything which is pretty incredible and so yeah completely amazing you get uh so let's see so r2 Kills the buzz droid, hits it in the big red glowy eye. That's always a safe bet. They enter the ship, and we are introduced to Grievous for the first time. Just like not first e- time you hear his theme too. Yeah, I love that. Great bum, theme, bum, bum, you know, like do 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 do. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Go. But yeah, I could go all day. But yeah, it's a it's a great thing. <laughs> I, I would keep going on, but I discussed Houston Desist from Disney, so yeah. I cannot continue. But yeah, great theme, and it's an interesting introduction to a character. I always wondered, like, what, they were just sitting on Grievous this whole time. He's such an interesting character and he's yeah, introduced like an old friend kind of where yeah. it's like this is the first time we're actually seeing grievous but well, the clone wars have been going on for a while now years yes i mean it makes so, sense in the context of clone wars the show and all that and right. i don't mind it i think it's like, oh I, yeah. I don't need to get a backstory of grievous like just let's just go with the he scene does have a really interesting backstory though he does, and that would be an interesting thing to explore at some point. Is Us, or I think, wasn't it a Clone Wars episode? Or did his maybe whole it wasn't. background? I don't think so. Oh, then I must have read the uh, the um, Wikipedia article. Yeah, there's a whole Wikipedia point. thing on his yeah. backstory, which is quite interesting. Yeah, he was before his, he's he was really cool. Before all he was animatronic a robot, yeah. and stuff, and why he hates Jedi and all mm-hmm. these other things, and. Yeah, it's cool. I am very impressed by Grievous. The idea of having a robot that's like diseased is kind of funny. Yeah. So yeah, he's a very menacing guy, and android, the voice of yeah, the voice of he's an android. That's correct, and I believe that's the correct term. He's not a cyborg. <sighs> oh, is maybe he, he is android. I believe is a because he was originally to look a, like a human. 
Yeah. Uh, he was originally a human, so living being. I don't yeah, know if he so, was a human, but you know, well, I, human, I know no, what you I mean. Was, yeah. yeah. But I would say you're right. He is a cyborg, actually, because he is not a robot. Yes, he's a living organism like, yeah. with some robotic parts. I mean, it's well, almost all robotic yeah, parts. Yeah, he's actually a robot Grievous with some organic parts. But <laughs> he but yeah, started a as a as right. a as a organic living organic form. being. Yes. So. So I guess he is an android. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a cyborg. Yes. Yeah. So Grievous, the cyborg, is. Uh, no, he's really cool. So he's got that oh, cool chest cavity. Awesome. You can yeah. see th- like the scarred tissue behind the his cyborg mask. Too. Yeah, his voice is really cool and distorted. General Kenobi, you know, it's like the negotiator. Ah, yes, the negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> Your lightsabers will make a yeah. fine addition to my collection. <laughs> it's uh, interesting how he really focuses on. Kenobi the entire time. He does not really take Anakin <laughs> that seriously. <laughs> yeah, but he really takes him as the leader, not Anakin. Well, which is... I guess that's technically true. He probably understands a lot about how Jedi work because he's the structure. Them. He's yeah. so committed to hunting them down. Yeah, but you generally everything you see is framed through an Anakin lens. You know, everybody, mm-hmm. Anakin this, Anakin that. You're not on the council, or you're on the council, but no master. You know, everything right, is like right, this. Right. And to see somebody just kind of brush Anakin off, being like, <laughs> I, th- I thought you would be older. Kenobi. Right. You and know? I also think it's like that's what Obi-Wan dedicated the rest of this movie to doing was yeah. making was fighting Grievous, so I guess they kind of established that in the beginning of, like, these two don't like each other. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the meta reason, yeah. but the, mm. the canon interaction has always interested me like that. Yeah, it adds to the world building of it that you know, sure. there's other stuff going on outside of what's going on with Anakin, and I always liked Grievous, and I felt like you know, we ha- we've we've gone through so many. Not, he's so cool. He's very he's cool. Just, we've gone through so many cool. Sith characters. It's like we. Well, he's not Sith. No, he's not. So many separatist characters. It's like this was one I wouldn't have mind seeing from the beginning, but I think they needed a few more technological breakthroughs for oh, yeah. to make Grievous a reality. He's, yeah, he's completely CGI, you know, and done well. Right. Him janky would not. And it's really not this the fact that he's completely CGI, but he's moving fluidly. He's out in broad daylight. I mean, the Yoda scene, and he's completely CGI. He's in like pitch black. He's yeah, just like a little light coming through the blinds, and he's yeah. like, oh, he's got four don't, lightsabers don't, going like anybody yeah but grievous yeah yeah, it's got four lightsabers going at once in broad daylight against obi-wan so yeah he's gotta look good totally different totally different demand in terms of like production right so uh yeah it's incredible and then when they did have yoda flipping around and stuff it was for like a minute (laughs) it's like like, that's what you that took us two years guys that's all you're getting It was very hey, it was cool. cool. It was right, bad. Exactly. It was awesome. It was awesome. But it's like that's all yeah. you're getting. And it's interesting to think about how few fully CGI characters there were. I mean, yeah. at at this point, we've had like the breakthrough. Like Gollum was like a breakthrough, and that came out right before the like within six years. You know, of these movies, yeah. they they were all coming out around the same time. So this was a few years after Lord of the Rings, right? So this technology. Right was still new, stuff, but yeah. yeah, they had some advantages to it. So 
and the, they had Jar Jar all, Binks in 1999. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> he was the key to all of it. Like that, he, it was a big deal to, to have that technology. It's like, look, this is yeah. a fully CGI character. He's just gonna be awesome, guys. <laughs> it's like just because he's fully CGI doesn't mean yeah. we're all gonna like him. The achieve, <laughs> yeah, the achievement was uh, much more important than the actual character. I think for sure. Yeah, I think they thought but, the um, character was gonna go further just because of the fact that it existed. Yeah. But if you screw it up that much, like it doesn't really a work. child-friendly, fully CGI character a la Gollum. But yeah. it's just like, we don't need to go into Jar Jar. <laughs> Jar Jar's not in the first 30 minutes of this movie. He's barely in this movie at all, also. Which it's, is, well, they took a hint. Yeah, he's like in the background of a scene. And he's actually not bad in this movie. He's a, he's a decent character. Does he have speaking lines in this movie? Yeah, he's, he he uh, transfers powers to Palpatine, basically. That was in the second movie. Oh, yeah, he transfer he gives emergency powers to Palpatine in Attack of the Clones. In no, this but movie, doesn't he's got his giant robes on in this movie? Yes, but I think he doesn't have any lines. I don't believe that. I think now he does. I didn't. I didn't watch. I only watched the opening for our discussion. I didn't watch the whole the whole movie. He has no dialogue. He does say excuse me at one point, but he has no like dialogue. That's what I was referring to. He had some dialogue, <laughs> but it in that 4-hour, you know, uh, George Charles, Lucas we're cut. We're at almost 40 minutes and we're not even a quarter of the way through. <laughs> Stop talking about Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Oh my god. Oh wait, 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 wait. I have a I have a meme for this. Okay, uh, I have a meme for this. I have a meme for this, guys. Let me find it. Uh, <laughs> how did this happen? I'm, We're smarter than this. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> And that's from the opening. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's why I said oh, I had a meme yeah. for this. Well, speaking of um, uh, not memes, but the back and forth between them. Right before they see Grievous, there's the elevator scene where I really like, and it's something again. Right, they, the Clone Wars really drew from this, where Anakin pops back in the elevator and surprises Obi Wan. He draws his uh, lightsaber, and he's like, "Oh, it's you!" Yeah. <laughs> and then they have a little back and forth, and it's just them being idiots. <laughs> fantastic right and we need to be going up not down which is one that has that's a meme that's returning in bad batch culture now too because originally the episodes are just getting shorter and shorter and people kept posting that meme because they want longer episodes obviously and then they it's getting longer again so right Right. so yeah it's (laughs) now you know r2's figured it out and changed the trajectory so we're all happy Mm. and that gets us like right away enter dooku you know, 10, 15 minutes into this movie. Well, the Grievous fight was also pretty cool. The with Grievous- the mana guards and that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Grievous guards. I forgot. The B1 yeah. battle droids. The yep. destroyer droids. And there was also like- um, a, a snippy, a really snippy B1. He goes like, excuse me, to Anakin That's and later. Obi-Wan. That's, oh, oh. Oh, he is just, that? No, he, no goes, think- he goes, you're welcome to Grievous. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> when Grievous just snags the lightsabers right. out of its hands, he's like, you're welcome. <laughs> the B1s in this whole thing. They're, even they're the, the sass. The supers were actually funny, too. They When they, they were checking out the Jedi cruisers, um, they were, like, messing with each other and saying, that's nothing, get back to work, you know, but in yeah. a deeper voice. The yeah. droids, again, and we love droids here. But yeah, they, we are big fans. 
they some of their shining moments were in this, but a snippy B one like <laughs> giving it to Grievous, that's ballsy for a yeah. little droid. <laughs> and something else we almost skipped over was when R2 doused um some of those fighter droids in yeah. oil and lit them on fire. <laughs> yeah. And then he falls into a pile. Oh, that's later, but he falls that's into later. a pile of like a hundred dead B one battles, and then they pop out the telescope that pops yeah. out, you know, which is reference to Empire, which is a lot of fun. And they pulled that Empire soundbite yeah. to play too, which was a lot of fun. But and yeah, mm-hmm. that's all the R two shenanigans that are going on. That one was just over the top. Like that was maximum cheese when R two yeah. covered two giant <laughs> battle droids in oil, and, and I, then they're, they're starfighters basically. Yeah, he's a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Just so like funny. that is like that's got to blow your mind. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but like that is just insane. Maximum cheese when R2 is lighting people on <laughs> fire with jetpacks. When did R2 have jetpacks? Uh, he in the original trilogy, he's too old. He got too much sand in the servos. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, they stopped working. Yeah, they took you know Anakin and modded them all up originally, and he was like demodded right. over. He was nerfed over the years. That makes sense. But anyway, so, so he brings the elevator back up. Mm-hmm. They find the Emperor Palpatine. Sith is... Lords are a speciality. <laughs> and then yes. you have Palpatine laughing internally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, right. Palpatine just loving yeah. it. You know, he's like, Sith Lords are a speciality. He's like, oh, you he's sweet like, you're gonna die. child. Yeah. You're die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But now back to something we talked before, uh, mm. mentioned before at the intro of Dooku. We talked about how Anakin basically blew the last fight because Mm. he was overconfident and charged in. Here, Obi-Wan says, we'll take... Uh, we'll take them, uh, not them, we'll take him together this time. And Anakin goes, uh, I think he says... Um, so he something a little Anakin-y, but basically saying, I agree with you, I already thought of that. But the interesting thing here is what I really like is Anakin, um, Obi-Wan is still his master, and he is not like holding a grudge against this. He says it in like... He's like, a remember reassuring... your lessons. Like... <laughs> right, he says it in a reassuring way. He's like, we'll take him together, like as partners. Not like, don't screw up again, like don't be an idiot. Con-. He doesn't berate him, he doesn't say anything. He does it in like the most Obi-Wan way possible. Possible, and mm. I that's just a, such a really nice touch about yes. Obi-Wan's character and their relationship as uh, master and pupil. Yeah, Obi-Wan does kind of he because he develops a like very personal attachment to Anakin, and it's interesting to see in and the Jedi Order where personal attachments mm-hmm. are like forbidden how bringing in that personal attachment with Anakin instead of like a love interest well uh, uh, he does he he, yeah. he does but i'm just saying if you focus on how interpreting it as you know loving someone like a brother how mm-hmm. that potentially can get in the way because yeah. so much is just focused on anakin's love for padme but it's like yeah. it's also obi-wan's love for anakin you know right. it's like and that which caused some oversight and maybe obi-wan was too familiar with anakin at times but in these moments they really i think shine. it made them stronger yeah i, I really think do. so I think but this is where the jedi are incorrect in their teachings but just he because, also was you yeah. know basically looking the other way for a lot of things like that maybe he could have intervened on if he was willing to confront what stop him from dating padme no i think he was in the right supporting that but he should have gone further in supporting it and tried to 
mm-hmm. help him with his problems, not just help him hide it. You know, yeah, he should have Be addressed of, it at some yes. level. I'm not saying prevent it, but yeah, know. no, I think he could have been more of a more help to Anakin in that whole area of his life, but he wasn't. He wasn't able to do that for himself because oh, he was yeah. still. I mean, th- these movies end with both Yoda and Obi Wan saying that they failed and they've gone. Well, off yeah, I mean, re- Yoda failed more than everybody. I mean, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people say Yoda's the wisest, and he isn't in Force aspects, but a lot of his teachings are. Uh, you know, this is a hot take. I guess this came out of nowhere, but he's not that wise <laughs> in a lot of things. He takes a lot of it a little too seriously. But as and I think as obviously as he aged and realized a lot of stuff, but. Obi-Wan, as he grew up, I think his um, his master, Qui-Gon's influence, he acknowledged that a lot more and probably thought back on a lot of their his teachings mm-hmm. and was able to break away more from the Jedi Code than he originally thought he would. And I think that really helped uh, Obi-Wan in the long run. I agree completely. And I... And it, it's it's just so much fun to see when they square off with Dooku that they're working together. And mm-hmm. another thing I love fight. is like it's a great fight. I love when Dooku just like low key flips into battle. You know, he's on the balcony yeah. and it's just like whoosh, 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 flips down, and you're like, oh dang, okay, Dooku, yeah. like you didn't, you could have taken the <laughs> stairs, bro. But okay, well, he's a classy guy and he likes style points. <laughs> he did got mad style points there, and he's looking good too. And you get this really awesome scene and all these extended lore things talk about different like lightsaber styles and which Jedi had a which lightsaber style and it's so fun to watch Anakin have this like really blunt force like over the head just like like full force slashing maneuvers and and you see Dooku's just so classy with his his like lightsaber like, battles. It's like a rapier for him. <laughs> right? So you have classy versus like raw power squaring yeah. off. It's it's so entertaining. Obi-Wan, you know, I, I, I wrote in the notes, down for the count. Can't help it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have these crazy... I mean, like, in Dooku... My, yeah, my powers have doubled since the last time we met count. And he's like, twice the pride, double the yeah. fall. <laughs> it's just like so many great yeah. funny moments happening here. And seeing Dooku, Dooku is one of my favorite duelists. You know, they're um, episode two, but here he's like fighting off Anakin with one hand, force choking Obi Wan in the air, and then tossing him. Like he's, I, I wish Dooku. I, you get a lot of it in the Clone Wars, so I can't really complain. But uh, having some real Dooku action in the movies was always great. I love that. Oh yeah, I, we were kind of you know. Dooku was being played by. Um, oh, I feel you got to feel a little bad for Dooku. Yeah, you feel a little bad for Dooku. He, he and you know he was just an older guy too, so there's only so much he can do. But yeah, he's a really interesting presence, and I, I used to think he got done a little dirty when I would like watch these movies. I was like Dooku was so cool. We should have seen more of him. Yeah. But I don't know. It gets. It's kind of fitting in this stage. It certainly is exciting. I mean, dang, you're going to... Like, Dooku was the big bad in the second movie. You're just going to get yep. him in the first act. Now, like, wow, this is moving quick. You know, this is this is not holding anything back. We get an epic face-off and a dramatic death. Like, 
right in the first 30 minutes because not only one not only is obi-wan down for the count but anakin disarms dooku guys <laughs> and i love that move maneuver was so smooth by anakin where he just yeah. like does the quick wrap around and then whoop <laughs> cleanly just slices both arms and and then grabs his saber and gets him in the uh, gets him in the headlock there right. it was really really you could tell like there's so many like imdb facts about how much uh hayden christensen and um ian mcgregor just rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed I, yeah absolutely. and it, it was just so smooth so clean seamless yeah, yeah it was you can like could it have been a cgi thing it could have but you it's just little things like that that really make scenes like those pop and it was just yeah. so smooth when he took he took his arms off and then grabbed the saber and had him down and then he's like good palatine was like good and a kid good kill him kill him now <laughs> it's like oh my gosh do it he's like do i it. shouldn't yet do it <laughs> yeah. but not only that like his I, when they cut back to him during the entire fight i always love that so the beginning there i think they cut to him three times the first time he's like watching super intently because mm-hmm. he's you know they have a plan on how it's going to play out he He's not sure if it's going to go according to plan yet. Then it starts going according to their plan. He's super into it. He's like smiling like way too into the fight. This <laughs> is the next time they cut to him. And then again, the last time it's good, Anakin, good. Do it. You know, like <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, it was very the, dramatic he, shift the, there. The Palpatine like cuts for the fight. I. It's just, it's really telling once you actually know the background to it. Right. And it was, it's actually, it's not just extended lore stuff in the novelization. This is stuff that was actually thought about and they expanded on it when they could. It, but right. you know, maybe in the four hour cut, who knows? Right. And I've seen some interesting like deep lore videos that go more into like Dooku's perspective during all of this and like the do it thing and like what his expectations were and how this scene was going to go down. Like it seemed like Dooku was in collaboration with Sidious. It's hard to tell if he threw the fight on purpose or not. Like, I definitely don't think he wanted his arms cut off. No, I don't think that was part of the plan. I don't think that was part of the plan either. But I think it was... I think him losing was part of it, but I don't think that's how he was supposed to lose. I think Anakin actually did get the upper hand. Um... But, you know, I don't know, because I think his intent was to lose. Right. But, I do but think I they were trying to convert Anakin to right. the dark. Like, Dooku was an active part of that, but he was, you know, being two-timed by Sidious, who yeah. was looking for someone much younger and But he might have been holding powerful. back. Yeah. <laughs> if, he w- if he wasn't trying to... If he wasn't intending to lose... Could he have killed them? Maybe. I don't know. This, that's something that I feel like people have speculated on, but you'll never really get a concrete answer. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff in the novelization, but again, like to me, movies and TV shows, like the visual mediums, they tell it all and they are yeah. very quiet in this whole area. So it's hard to say. I like to think Anakin genuinely did surprise Dooku and get the upper hand. But is that because he was holding back? And if he was on 100%, like he thought his life was at, he wasn't like kind of letting him win, would he have blocked that? You know, I don't know. But he did get, he did genuinely cut off, get him surprised and take him down. I thought maybe Dooku just was going to overpower Anakin, get him in like a prisoner 
status because what would the plan be otherwise like oh i'll just let him cut off a few limbs and hold me captive it's like well you just you don't get your limbs cut off you get like disarmed not okay not literally disarmed (laughs) but you lose your lightsaber and surrender and you just surrender you know yeah i I definitely think he was expecting more mercy for sure and that was part of palpatine's strategy too was to push anakin and so anakin does it and uh, (laughs) he immediately regrets it and right. he made Pal- him feel the yeah, hate. He made exactly. him feel anger. He made him do, and then he reminds him, "Oh, you've done this before, so it's not that bad. You could do it again." Yeah, it's you like, remember what you told me about the sand right. people, and then I was like, "Oh." In the right, background, so, you're like, okay, this is. Bad. And he also can be using some Sith influence on him too to get him to do it, like in, you know, ramping up the hate and fear inside him, get him to right. do. I mean, Dooku was talking him up with the hate and fear talk. Like, Which was part of the plan. Right exactly. after he took down Obi-Wan, he's like, you're, you're yeah. not using your hate and your fear, right? Sensei. Now, one of the cool parts of the novelization of this is a little more into Dooku's strategy here, mm. where he they continue along that until you're not using your hate, you're not using your fear. He kind of makes fun of him until he starts using it. And um, Anakin actually gets the upper hand in the battle for a significant amount of time, and then... Dooku mind tricks him again and says, oh, look at you. What a pathetic Jedi you are. You feel oh, you're actually using your hate and fear? <laughs> How pathetic. <laughs> right, and then Anakin tones it back down and Dooku gets the upper hand again. So they're messing with him and this is all Palpatine's plan. So eventually he snaps at the end and actually kills him. So it's, again, 5D chess from and it, Palps. Yeah, and it's certainly shocking. And it's a pretty graphic demise, you know, a cold-blooded decapitation. First the hands and then the head. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like Dooku You're not pulling just any punches. Well, Dooku up. is, but... <laughs> but so Star Wars is Dooku's gone like Star Wars is in full force here I mean this is also the movie that full has force? His, yeah. <laughs> this is also the movie that Everybody's has Anakin like burning stuff. alive yeah. <laughs> right so it's it's you know this movie's not afraid to, to go all in with the violence it's like now a lot of hot takes a lot of hot takes so that was, for, that was the lava <laughs> <laughs> dude you're on fire with these uh, <laughs> episode 3 puns today <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where the fun begins. So I wish I just had a soundbite that was I hate you. <laughs> you know, we've all, yeah, we we've always said we wanted a sound. But we'll figure it out one day. But you're right; that was that'd be a great one. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> That's one I would play right now. But you know oh. what? Your fate is the same as mine, and that is yes. exactly what uh, Anakin up, says. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Mm. But I want to. Well, we can get to mine actually. This is more on point. Let's less less tangents. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's I, we mentioned that earlier, where basically this the relationship between Anakin Obi Wan is so strong that he his like confidant right now, and everybody you know he really listens to the uh, the uh, Emperor. He's really involved in his life right now. He feels a real trust with him, and he even goes so he just says, "Not a chance. You're gonna die yeah. if you know, like." I'm yeah. not leaving him. Mm-hmm. And that's and Palpatine must be furious because <laughs> he wants Obi-Wan dead so badly. He know yeah. Obi-Wan is a threat to the not in like a literal duel, but Obi-Wan is a bit a major crux in his plan. Yeah, he's the only one who is continuing to guide Anakin like right. spiritually towards the path of the Jedi, right? And so he, yeah. And he if was anything, right because... Yoda and Dooku, uh Yoda and um 
and Windu. Mace Windu, thank you, were, were driving him away. Yeah, <laughs> and it's no, only were... his love for Obi-Wan that's keeping mm-hmm. him, like, in check. Yeah. And um, Palpatine knew that. And basically, he was proven right to fear Obi-Wan's um, influence in the plan because he basically ruins the plan. Yeah. Darth Vader should have been by far the most powerful Force user in the galaxy. Mm. Ever ever seen. And Obi-Wan stopped that by cutting him up and letting him burn. Right. That's right, he did. And who knows? And he also, you know, found Luke, raised, you know, guided yeah. him towards the right path. Yeah, and, and took him down in the, the end force. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so he, he must have been... And you could see the Emperor. I don't know if this is because he's just mad he can't use the Force powers in this crazy situation they end up in, um, but he is pissed off during the entire <laughs> escape. He is oh, not yeah. in, having a good time. No, like when the ship's like going sideways yeah. and upways and he's like running like horizontally on an elevator shaft and then hanging on for dear life on Anakin's leg being thrown through doors and things like that. He's like trying to hold on to his like dignified stance and clothing and stuff. It's just funny to see him like being part of the escape. And at the end he's, um, we'll get to that, but yeah, he's when the ship's, yeah, when the ship's going down, he's just giving them all looks like, <laughs> this is why I'm behind the scenes. You guys are nuts. Yeah, exactly. He is, he's like, you guys are freaking crazy. This is what you do all the time? Mm-hmm. I'm going back to the throne room. <laughs> right. But and before he could get, before they could get away, they activate the ray shields. And that's the line. How did this happen? It's like, ray shields? This, yeah. How did this happen? We're smarter than this. He's Apparently like, don't not. worry. R2 will be here and we'll get out. And it's like, what? Oh, boom. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> right. That's great. And then uh, he shocks um, a super battle droid. He kicks him. <laughs> and the it's battle great. droid kicks him to the floor. And yeah. I think, I'm not sure if it was when they were in the elevator or when, it might have been earlier, but there was this really funny back and forth where Anakin's like, no, we'll just wait for R2, wait. And Obi-Wan's about to say something and Anakin like gives him a look and he's like, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything about the droid. I didn't. That was towards the beginning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that that the elevator laughed so hard because like they their rapport is like he didn't even have to say anything. Anakin knew he was gonna say because like yeah, Obi Wan hates droids and hates flying, and Anakin loves those things. And it's like like, don't say it. I didn't say anything. (laughs) R two's great. I love R two. Oh man. Yeah, it's like a dad that doesn't really like the family dog too much, but really does that kind of thing. It's how I see like. Like Obi Wan and R two getting along. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, we'll see. We'll see what he can do. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's funny, funny that I somebody posted something. I saw a picture where in a New Hope where Luke is buying droids and he buys the wrong droid, and it was a picture of um, Obi Wan like with binoculars being like, no, the wrong one, you idiot. It's not the blue one. Yeah. <laughs> because he knows R2. He, you know, right. He's like, oh, crap, I remember that droid. That's one hell of a droid. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, how could you not yeah. pick R2 in a lineup? Come on. He's so Well, cool. Luke's a dumb farm boy. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. But uh, Oh, you know what I thought? Maybe Obi-Wan... No, he's not nowhere near there. Never mind. Or maybe he does <laughs> Nah. I'm trying to think. Like, could he have made the other droid explode the one he bought maybe he's hiding in the hills somewhere <laughs> that would be kind of maybe cool. maybe because he bought the wrong one maybe it's not just luck maybe r2 did something to cause hey, that droid to blow up yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> murdered him. R2 just like snipped a wire as yeah. the other droid was rolling past him, you know? Yep. <laughs> so we talked about the return of Grievous, the negotiator, mm-hmm. the you're welcome from yep. our trademark B1 battle droid attitude here that we love so much on Roger Roger podcast. Um, your lightsabers will make a fun addition right, to yeah. my collection. We hit this a little too we, early. But, we yeah. hit all of this. We're just so excited to talk about Grievous. You know, the snarky B1. An, oh, an icon in the memedom. You know, oh, yeah. even though you know, he burned um, short, but he burned hot and bright. You know, <laughs> and, and fast. And that's just the Grievous's presence. Literally, in, in these. I mean, movies. that's how he died too. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he got shot in the chest cavity. So uncivilized. Yeah, but he did burn. He, you know, the, his uh, flames came out of his eye sockets. It's true. And this always kind of like conf- like confused me as this was their plan, where they're like they just shout R two, <laughs> and then R two <laughs> just like turns on all of his gadgets, and then they just force grab the lightsabers. I was like, what well, was yeah, the plan? That was the plan. Step. <laughs> One, shout the plan at the top of your lungs while at gunpoint. <laughs> Step two, nothing happened. You just grab your lightsaber. How many times have you watched the clone? They often don't have a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> they really rely on just being Jedi. I just thought that was a really bizarre plan. It's like, oh, yeah. R2 will spaz yeah. out and that we'll use that like we'll distract the droids yeah. like do droids get distracted aren't they like machines well B1s definitely get distracted <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean that was it's a little silly and also another silly part of this scene is um what does he say? He, uh, he, Grievous says, "You're uh, for somebody with your reputation. I thought you'd be older." And he goes, "I thought you'd be taller." Oh yeah. Or, like what? Grievous he's already is like pretty seven darn feet tall. Any slouching? Like, yeah. That's a horrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I can only think like, is that like a callback to you're a little short for a stormtrooper? Because nobody ever makes fun of anybody's height in Star Wars. Something other than these maybe two times. Anakin was just being facetious. Who knows? Well, either way, it's a horrible joke yeah, which kind of makes it even funnier yeah. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't make any sense no zero sense it's like yeah. he probably didn't even know what grievous looked like you know at the time he was acting and saying that line it's like grievous yeah. didn't exist conceptual right. like there were drawings but mm-hmm. you know but no yeah. conceptually but it's also interesting like i know this has got to be retconned um, by now but i feel like they've met a dozen times already. Yeah. Yeah, like, totally maybe have. more. In the Clone Wars, I think yeah. they have squared off So, a few I mean, times. Like, yeah. So, I'll, I'll give it to that, you know. Nobody would <laughs> n- knew a whole show was going to come out. Actually, now I got to go back and watch all... I have to watch all, like, dozens of hours of the Clone Wars to see if they are in the same room ever. I'm not sure. The, oh, I feel like they have to be. would be crazy if they... <laughs> if right? they stuck to that... <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking like I know there was one where they were on the malevolence, and they're like, remember that one where the the ship is so big, there's like trains in the ship, and they're jumping between all the cars, um, saving Padme. She got abducted with mm. the tractor beam, and they're on Grievous's ship. But did they literally not run into him in person? Maybe they didn't break the cannon, but that could be unbelievable if they Anakin and Obi-Wan never squared off against Grievous in person just only over like I think battles. actually you like know just battles? a quick a quick google search claims that Anakin and Grievous did not actually ever meet in the clone in wars pers- 
Wow. Yeah, and like there's Reddit threads that are saying like, "Can you believe that they held up to that lo- that stupid horrible line in episode 3?" Yeah. For 7 seasons of TV. But yeah, they went up against each other in like fleet battles regularly. They they engaged with each other, but they never actually met. Wow. All right, good. Nice one, Clone Wars. That's actually really impressive. It's it's kind of ridiculous that they didn't just retcon. There it, was like a scene, I, I guess, where they were doing a prisoner exchange between Grievous and Anakin, but um, they were unable to see each other. They never met face to face. That's so weird. Dave Filoni and the crew of the series made sure to avoid them encountering each other specifically because of that line. <laughs> Other wow, people like Obi Wan and Ahsoka fought him instead. <laughs> yeah, I mean Ahsoka fought him like twice, maybe. <laughs> wow, Filoni is a madman. But they did not do the same thing for like Anakin and Dooku, where it's like my powers have doubled since we last fought. Count, you know. <laughs> um. Although, because I feel like they maybe they doubled since the last time they faced off in the Clone Wars. You know, you. Yeah, he wasn't referring to. He wasn't the, referring to the uh, yeah. episode two fight, that, the first you can fight. Be, yeah, you could be a little more ambiguous with that. Right. And I don't feel like they, you know, cross sabers a lot in the Clone Wars. No, it I can de- think of maybe twice. Yeah, it definitely happened, though. But it's super interesting. Actually, maybe, I mean, Dooku usually pulls a Grievous and bails real quick. Usually. Yeah, because I, I know he fought Ahsoka for a bit. In the movie, the opening movie. Um, anyway. And then, yeah. <laughs> so how's <it> charge? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So this is where we get so many great uh, uh, Dooku lines because they're duking it out. You get those cool. What are the names of those like bodyguard droids? I that- think they're mana guards, magna guards, something like that. And I, like but that. I might be wrong. I think that's based. I'm taking that from like Lego Star Wars. <laughs> but I think hey, that's, that's what they're called. That pulls from a lot of canon. Yeah. Uh, Our boy Rogers in there. Magnaguard and IG100 Magnaguard. Yeah, Magna? that's what yeah. it is. Ooh, nice. M A G N A guard. One word. Magnaguard. And IG100. Yeah, it's their fir- first time we saw them, which is pretty cool. Yeah, really it's like cool. you cut their head off, but they can still fight, mm-hmm. obviously, because they're droids, which was neat. And they could, you know, cross blades with lightsabers. Yeah, they have um, some sort of reflecting force field or, or energy on the, the end of their, not sabers, but they're like batons. So right, they can right. actually fight a lightsaber. Right, right, right. And then you get... Um, like you lose General Kenobi and time to abandon ship. <laughs> it's a class, classic Grievous. Classic. Bailing as quickly as possible. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then they uh, crash land the cruiser. I love that part where like most of it breaks off, and Anakin's like, "We lost something." <laughs> well, at least we're still flying half a ship. Yeah, it's such Cut a to Palpatine great, yeah. freaking <laughs> yeah. out. Like, it's such a great sequence where right. like the scene was so chaotic, and they're so just improvising this mission that they land with like the wreckage of a ship yeah (laughs) it's funny like if i i I wish i could read that maybe they do it in the novelization but seeing this from palpatine's point of view would be hysterical he's like oh it'd be great i thought they had their 
uh, their stuff together way better than this. I did not think <laughs> it's like these are the I guys that have yeah. been like throwing wrenches right. into my that have been right. delaying my plans all mm-hmm. this time. They're and like just totally I, improvising everything. <laughs> and he's, and he's thinking like, okay, so I wanted them to save me, but I thought we would have a shuttle or something. I didn't think I would genuinely be in danger of dying on the way back to Coruscant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he is not a happy camper. Yeah, Palpatine played a real risky move with this whole I don't get think myself he thought captured it would be, yeah, plan. I don't think he thought it would it's be like, this I didn't risky. expect you to blow up half yeah. the ship. And like... I think he genuinely <laughs> thought that they had their stuff together better. And he's like, this is the guy I'm trying to convert? Well, right. you know, at least he always gets the He's job He's like, done, oh, I'll pretend you know? to be captured. You know, we will kill Obi-Wan, capture Anakin right. in the throne room. I'll talk him into joining A me. A fleet of gun tr- <laughs> uh, gunships will come in and save me. Oh, yeah. no, it's two of you on a broken ship <laughs> exactly so oh it's, it's uh pretty entertaining mm-hmm. and then we get this awesome like zoom in shot that goes like from the landing strip to this thing just grinding down the landing oh, take, strip yeah, it takes and it down zooms the tower. into the tower in through the windshield to just see yeah, these three guys peace, flight uh, <laughs> what are they what are the guys in the, the tower called the flight uh, oh yeah it takes out the ta- air traffic yeah, control the air tra- yeah rest in peace air traffic control They're Done, You'd but. like to think that there were that, that was all just an antenna and it was all digital, but well, maybe they evacuated <laughs> once they knew a ship was coming in. I'm going with that. I, yeah, you'd like to think so. You don't like to I'm think hoping. that they just killed a bunch of innocent <laughs> air traffic controllers. <laughs> I'm thinking that. They, well, see, here's the thing. They they called in. They must have been communicating somehow because the fire ships were there. Mm-hmm. So they must have been talking. He said, "We're going to come down hot on this platform." Let's go with they evacuated everybody. Yeah, I like to think so. And I think I don't think Obi Wan would have said another happy landing if they just <laughs> yeah, murdered a bunch a of psycho. innocent people. Obi Wan's a psychopath. <laughs> he probably didn't realize any. Honestly, he's probably just so glad yeah. that he's not dead. He wasn't paying attention to the collateral <laughs> damage of the landing strip. <laughs> but could you imagine? He's like another happy landing. It's like, dude, like a lot of people just we just died. They had families. All the traffic controllers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, i so kind of that, that's, that's funny that that thought kind of crossed my mind too i was like are there people in there <laughs> yeah no that's what i thought and then, I was, then i thought okay well if they had the fire ships ready to go and they didn't try to shoot them down or anything even though it was an enemy uh ship so there must yes. have been some communication from the upper atmosphere they so. had some sort of distress signal maybe yeah. they just knew that that was you know that the uh that the um what do i want to say chancellor was in there some who knows they probably oh, yeah. well they, that's a whole nother that was a little silly they're like we know exactly where he is yeah okay, the why? distress signal came from here right wouldn't they not have that oh they already knew it was a well, trap though so they no, yes. they knew it was a trap they so knew it, was, it was a trap they're like we spring the trap yeah what do we do master <laughs> spring the trap exactly oh, so man. yeah if you guys haven't seen this in a while just watch the first 20 20 yeah. minutes it's awesome it's just fun yes don't because the movie is long so don't feel like you have to you know sit through the whole thing but i'll tell you the first 30 minutes is infectious for sure yeah i mean i I was in the if we didn't have to record um two episodes i was going to watch the rest of the movie but i had the the (laughs) yes and you know this was a great sequence one of the best sequences that the prequels has to offer one of the best sequences Mm -hmm. that star wars has to offer it's just everything about this era of star wars that people like it's got the cheese, it's got the action, it's got the lore, the lightsaber techniques, the droids, the spaceships. You know, it has 
everything yeah. in it. Dooku, Grievous, Sidious. You know, it, it, it crams a lot in. It's got callbacks to the original trilogy. I mean, it's, it's got it all. So just so much fun. So well done. And we need to release the Lucas cut so we can see the one hour long version of this. I would, I would really love it. Because <laughs> yeah. like I said, this is it's one of my favorite. It, it is my favorite sequence is a better word i think i use like moment in time but that's kind of dumb yeah but um it's my favorite sequence of the prequels there's nothing you know you can enjoy it on a you know a lot of how i enjoy the sequels is a lot of a little ironically a little uh, nostalgia a little i love the characters i love what it represents i love all of these other things but this part of the, the prequels you can just enjoy as a an actual movie that you can enjoy this mm. literally face value of mm. this is just fun. I love these characters, how they're interacting, the it plot, looks great. The, the, the action, it looks great, it holds up. And I think that goes really far in the prequels universe. And can I and just I'm not say hating on the prequels. Oh, that's yeah. just my you know oh, my yeah. view. Yeah, you could tell they went like really hard on this intro for sure. Just the from like a production value standpoint, it's way higher than anything the other two movies had. Although the end of Attack of the Clones did have like all those That's clones one of my other and, favorite the, ones. and yeah. the all the Jedi's and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they were getting there. Uh, but this was just another level from that. It looked great. And can I just say that as a Star Wars fan, I never thought I would say release the George Lucas cut. <laughs> no, that's batty. It really is. I thought of that before, too. Like, I was like, what did I just say? This yeah. is, but, you know, it is what it is. And just to see this, you know, as a separate thing, right, not, not like replace four. the movie. With I don't it. want the Lucas cut of episode four, though no no and like don't actually just retcon the movie as it is to put in this hour-long thing just release the hour-long thing yeah separately. i just want to see it yeah i just want to see it i don't want to star see wars visions 2.0 yeah Ooh. or maybe just you know they can just do like what they did with justice league it's like here's a four hour long cut of episode three yeah like throw an extra 100 milli into <laughs> finishing hey, all know, those shots that they to, have they don't have to finish it i would just like to see because i remember watching the like um what are they called um post storyboard before final product animatics is that a thing oh yeah yeah that was like a new thing for these star wars uh, movies for, i think yeah for no no i watched it for the clone wars the unfinished back way before they announced the final season there were leaked animatics of i think a, of a bad batch episode and oh. a couple of other episodes um that existed but only in very raw form and I'd I watched that and I enjoyed it just to see what was going on. I would watch a they don't even have to put money into it just send it out. I'd love to watch it in whatever form they have. I mean finished product, you know, put a couple mil in it and then release it and I'd love that even more, but you know, I take whatever we could get. Right, right. I thought you were referring to there's like this technology that they were using um to design sequences during pre-production where they could see like like a CGI render, like a really kind of dummy version, basically like a, you know, what you're describing, but for like CGI 
action sequences. I believe maybe it's the same technology that they just because they made it for maybe episode three. You're saying, and then they but used the similar I think technology like the extended like the Clone Wars. There's like special features on Disney Plus that show some of them, but oh, that cool. was invented like pioneered by Lucas's company, Industrial Light and Magic. And actually, Steven Spielberg came in and designed a lot of sequences from the. Uh, obi-wan anakin duel because he wanted to experiment with those pre-production techniques for war of the worlds which came out around the same time and they're and they're buddies so yeah uh, that's a little fun fact there that's what i thought you were referring to but no but it maybe it's the same technology that they developed for this and then why not use it in i mean they um, like animate storyboards and stuff yeah but it's all cgi you that know, could it's, be it's a different thing. type of CGI, but it right. is computer animated graphics. The whole Clone Wars is. Right. So why not use that already Lucasfilm technology for another Lucasfilm pro- product? I just, I think I was describing what you're describing. Yeah. I just didn't okay, know. Okay, that sounds right then, because it is. It's like a CGI like animated storyboard, mm-hmm. basically. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so they could yeah. see like what things it would potentially look right. like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's it then. Yeah. Cool. 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 At least I think it was years ago, but it, that sounds right. There's some that you can watch. If anybody watch. knows what we're talking about. You can you watch know, some. There's like special features in the Disney Plus you know, version of these movies. They show scenes that are just those kinds of things that never yeah. got made. But they're interesting to see nonetheless. And um, now that we've gotten to the another happy ending line... Another happy end. Oh, yeah. Well, this is another happy ending. <laughs> right. Another happy <laughs> landing. Thank you. I don't know why I wrote ending in the notes. Uh, we're ending the... Because you probably thought of a clever joke to say at the end of the episode. Right. Well, at this point, I was just going to say... Uh, what was I going to say? Time to abandon ship. <laughs> as, <laughs> as the wise Grievous once said. I think said. everybody already did. <laughs> we're an hour and 16 minutes in. <laughs> well, for those of you that stuck around, thank you so much for listening. Just listening through all of these shenanigans, it it means a lot. You guys are the real heroes. And this is where the fun ends. But just for now, because we're going to be coming out (laughs) with more awesome Star Wars content next week. Bad Batch Tuesday just around the corner. Can't wait to watch the episode. Yeah, I'm excited for Friday. Yep, it will drop uh, tomorrow. If this airs on time on Thursday, then the Bad Batch will air tomorrow, so I'll get to watch that. Well, tomorrow, us, it would be two days ago now. No, when this this episode airs on a Thursday, so we will be right, watching. Right, but Bad Batch is our real life tomorrow. So when this, when this episode we're doing right now airs, Bad Batch has already been out two days. When this episode airs, Bad Batch will air tomorrow. Bad Batch Tuesday was two days ago. Like the like our episode discussion. Oh, you mean the episode on Friday? The yeah, actual actually, uh, a new episode right. of the Bad Batch is coming out tomorrow as right. the time of the release yes. of this recording. Yes, I didn't know you meant the actual. I didn't know you meant the real show, not our show. Oh, I meant the real show. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes a lot more sense yeah. now. Yes, I'm looking forward right. to watching the Bad Batch on Friday, which should be tomorrow if all goes according to plan. This so it will be released on a Thursday. Yes. So, I am looking forward to listening to our Bad Batch. Yes, two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Which is tomorrow, currently, as we're right. recording this. So, oh, man, there's so many, <laughs> so many crazy things oh going God. on around here. 
You. Good thing Star Wars never really got too hard into uh, time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically like Yet. all that other stories we wrote, those aren't canon. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> whew, you know, just shrug that off and yeah. start telling new stories. And we will There's be. rumors they're going to do it again. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Somebody, at all. I saw a pretty convincing theory that they're going to not retcon the sequels, but like alternate universe them. And the I always sequels? thought that. Yeah, I always thought that was bat baloney crazy. And somebody made a, a a very interesting. Somebody said it's already it's already canon that it's alternate universe. There's something in the Mandalorian wow. or something that it, it's that Filoni kind of did it without telling anybody. I just don't believe that. I, at right. All. I, I don't believe <laughs> right. I don't believe it, but it's it's an interesting thing. That will like, not happen. Yeah. That's it just cannot. But it's but I'm saying it's just the way he broke it down, I'm like, wow, that's you put a lot of thought into this. There's no <laughs> There's way. There's someone true. really hoping that that's the case, but they are I know. Wishful and like you thinkers. gotta you gotta chill out. You yeah. know, if you're like doing crazy mental gymnastics for it, but Hey, maybe, um, you know, 14 years later, we'll look back on those sequel trilogies with a new appreciation. Well, we're going to watch them after we finish episode three. I think that's our next. Oh, is that the anybody, viewing order? I think so. Well, not the. that's not how I would recommend watching the movies, but I think we should hit the seat. We've had more people talk to us about the sequels than any other, the prequels and the original okay. trilogy. I'm down. I, I sh- like yeah, episode, what would it be? A seven. seven. I like seven. So. I say we do. The sequels next, and then original trilogy after that, and then maybe, or maybe, I, I really like Rogue One. Some people hate on Rogue One, but I like Rogue One. We can talk about that. <laughs> we need yeah. to talk about all of this later, dude. For right now, <laughs> we've talked about the beginning, a little behind the scenes, a little for behind some of the, people the still scenes. Listening. But for now, we've got Star Wars Episode Three. Those yeah. from title crawl to another happy landing. And thank mm-hmm. you all so much for listening. We're gonna talk more episode three in the near future oh definitely for sure there's so i mean this is just the first 30 minutes it's like a two less hour 23 plus movie so there's so much left to get through It's a little movie in the movie it's a movie in the movie guys and we're gonna get to it all at some point but not today because now it is time to abandon ship everybody thank you all for listening check out roger roger (laughs) pod on twitter and instagram and uh uh, when it comes to following us, I say do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hate you. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Uh, we're going to get a soundboard. <laughs> All right. See you guys. <laughs> see ya. Goodbye. Bye. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Volunteers. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger.
Roger.